Welcome to NetHone's Darknet Summary. NetHone is a fintech company that fights online transaction fraud using its proprietary software solution. In order to keep clients safe, we keep track of what's happening in the darknet, the sometimes murky underbelly of the web where fraudsters exchange the tools and knowledge to plan their criminal activities. That's why we've created this podcast, to share with you what our experts have found during their investigations. This month, we take a look at carding, a form of credit card fraud where customer card details are stolen and used by cybercriminals to buy expensive goods which are then resold online for profit. We'll focus on the latest high-profile carding attack. According to a new report by analysts at Italian cybercrime agency D3 Labs, the credit card data of almost 1 million people has been available for free via an online carding database called All World Cards. This has become a haven for online credit card thieves involved in mage cart attacks, information stealing malware and point of sale attacks. Michal Barbash, NetOne's intelligence specialist, joins us to explain carding in detail and provide an insight into this latest leak. Michal, we know the basic concept of carding, but how do criminals get access to people's card details? Typically, details are obtained using a number of methods, from using scheming machines attached to ATMs, intercepting card data via point-of-sale network terminal in a shop, or more commonly in the online world, hacking or web scheming is performed on an e-commerce or payment processing site. Online attacks are performed by exploiting a vulnerability in a website domain, which can include backend content management systems in order to load JavaScript-based scripts able to scheme data. In the case of the card details found on All World Cards, Defree Lab highlights that their domain was purchased in May of this year and has been functioning since June. Interestingly, the card data was shared for free in order to build up their credibility in cybercrime circles. To date, the site contains 2.1 million credit cards, with more than 1 million of those coming from the US. That's a huge figure, but how many of those cards are still active? This is indeed huge, but not the whole story. The batch of information in the old world leaks contains the names, addresses and the card details of victims stolen around 2018s, 19s, making it difficult to discover if the information came from one or multiple sources. Importantly, it must be noted that by the time the details became available for free in the darknet, most cards may have already been reported as stolen and deactivated or may even have expired. The funny thing about this case is the problem experienced by the All World Shop, which made this leak as a promotional move. Business conducted in the dark web is by no means fair. The same goes for rivalries, which are not seen as a bit of friendly competition, but as genuine opposition. In light of this, other threat actors have tried to disrupt their business using DDoS attacks on All World servers, and even resorting to spreading fake news about this leak. On one criminal forum there is gossip that the leak was paid by hackers who attacked this dark web shop and released their stolen data for free. There are also bad reviews from new registered accounts which is an attempt to tarnish their reputation. Despite continuing attacks from competitors, this new shop, for now at least, is doing quite well. And finally, Mihao, can you explain why carding is on the rise? Stolen credit cards are quite cheap on the dark web. They are sold for around $10 because criminals who sell them are wholesalers. They don't offer to sell 5 cards at a time, but hundreds of thousands or even millions. 
and they don't know how much funds there are on each card. However, the credit level on a card can be assumed to be high based on the card type, gold, platinum, black, etc. Apart from shops with stolen cards, there is already a whole business revolving around carding the dark web. Carders can buy not only stolen cards, but also stolen shop accounts with connected credit cards, cardic educational training, addresses where fraudsters can send packages bought using stolen cards, special tools for fraudsters and more. There are also dark web forums for fraudsters where they can exchange information and tips. They advise other fraudsters, for example, on which e-commerce websites don't have mechanisms in place for detecting special fraud tools or don't block VPNs, which is why those websites are easier to defraud. Also, don't forget that we are currently going through a pandemic where many people in the world are experiencing difficult times and look for new alternative ways of making money on the internet. More people are using credit cards for online shopping, so the number of stolen credit cards has risen as well. We live in a more digital world compared to a few years ago, and criminals have been quick to follow this trend. Thank you, Michał. Carding will always remain a popular method of attack for fraudsters. With the right tools and knowledge, it can be used to quickly earn them a lot of money. For companies, failure to combat this type of fraud can lead to numerous problems. The most obvious is the increase in chargebacks, losing not only money in returning the cost of items to the original cardholders, who discover fraud on their account, but also the loss of the merchandise itself. The impact of carding can have a domino effect, impacting company reputation and their cash flow due to increased transaction fees based on rising fraud rates. Continually going over fraud rate thresholds can also lead to merchant transactions being blocked by payment processors, severely impacting sales growth. Fortunately, it's not all doom and gloom, as the threat can also be combated with advanced tools from anti-fraud companies such as Nethone. This is why we continue to monitor the dark web environment to continually match the fraudsters' tools and techniques. That's the end of the Darknet Summary. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast and tune in next month for the latest episode of the Darknet Summary. Our blog at nethone.com also contains a wealth of expert analysis on the dark web and anti-fraud issues in general, so feel free to check us out. If you wish to contact us regarding anything you've listened to or have general suggestions for us, we'd be delighted to hear from you. Send us an email to contact at nethone.com.